0: So the Pasha of Vayera introduces us to a new Avraham Amin. Isn't that No. What do we ask about? Oh, actually, no. Oh, Vayera. Yeah. Uh, thank God, because <laughs> I missed the week and I'm in trouble. <laughs> okay? So let's just quickly just recap quickly last week. Last week we were introduced to this Avraham that was going through all these tests right? It a difficult Abraham. He's, he has to move, he's got to, then he's got to, he's got this whole issue of Mitzrayim, and he goes down to Mitzrayim, and he has all challenges there, and he has a challenge with Keturah, and he has a with Ishmael. There's all these challenges. It's like a major, major, it's a major, major problem that he has last week. And then, eventually, then eventually he gets this mitzvah of Brit Miller. Which, and I mean, I, there's so much to talk about, but the, the the Torah discusses Bridmila over and over and over again it was like him, shook him about Brut Mila then he has the Brut and that's where we started that's where the Vayera starts so where is he Vayera? Elab Adonai Elone Mamre he's sitting at the Elone Mamre the trees of Mamre who what is Mamre? so Mamre was his mate was his chavre okay Mamre is not a place why was he there? Because the Rashi tells us so Mamre said to him, "Abram didn't know what to do." It's an amazing thing. Hashem tells Abram to have his mila, and he goes. And the midrash says that, so he goes and discuss with his mates, which, by the way, is indicative of how how strong his relationships were with these people. These are his friends. They're not Jews. they're not Jews. They seem to be possible monotheists. We don't know. But he has a deep relationship with them, so much so that he asks them advice. Mamre says, no, you've got to do what Hashem says, and he does it. Quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Like, surely he would have done it himself? Everything else he did, you know? Um, but, okay, leave that, leave that aside for the moment. So now... Um, So, so, okay, so, so, so he, he, he has this Brittmiller. After the Brittmiller, a whole lot of things start unfolding where we discover the essence of Avram Avinu. The Sloner River tells us that this Pasha is the Pasha of Chesed. Now, we always speak about Avram is Chesed, Chesed, Chesed. Right? And uh, there's a lot of stuff in that Chesed, which I don't want to go into now. But this Pasha starts Chesed. But what's fascinating is that the Chesed of Avram Avinu only starts when. After his Brismillah. There's something about the Brismillah. So let's just look and see one of the, some of the things that he does, just to see how powerful the chesed is that he does, and where and where how it's coming from and how and how it manifests itself. So it says the following Firstly, Hashem appears to him and he's busy talking to God, which is quite a big thing, you know, for most people. Right? And then by Yisa Mayar. So he's talking to our college borough. Can you imagine how present you need to be when you're talking to our Kodesh Baruch And what does it say about Avraham Avinu? He lifts up his eyes, and he sees these three people. They are like standing on him. What do you mean they're standing on him but then he runs to go there? To go there. Right, So Rashi is bothered by that. And Rashi says, what well, it means, they were standing at a distance and he could see them, that they were, they were obviously in his space, his like, immediate surroundings. But he's talking to our Goddush Baruchel. Why did he lift up his head? He's talking to God. He can ask to do anything he wants. Right? Hashem is speaking to him like we are speaking to one another. And Avram Avinu looks out the window. You know, my wife always tells us, look at people when you talk to them. Right? <laughs> So, like, what's going on here? How can he not be looking at HaKadosh Baruch Hu? By Yissa, Enav, He's talking to Hashem, and he looks like, oh, oh. The oh, visitors come. I so "The he's ADD. No, yeah, because it is, he's, he's not a certain thing to the visitors. But, I can understand if the visitors come to him. But while he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he's looking around, it's very difficult, I think. I don't know what you understand, right? So that's part of the Briss Miller. What did the Briss Miller do to Abraham Avinu? It must have changed. So, so, what did it do? See, prior to this engagement with Briss Miller, Abraham Avinu's engagement with Hashem is purely, in a way, philosophical. It's about him being present with God. Why? Because there's nothing to take him, to, 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 to connect him to Akadosh Baruch Baruchu outside of his engagement with Hashem. So Hashem says to him, Lech Lechach, goes. says to him, Go to, Mitzray, go to Mitzrayim, goes. Everything that Hashem is telling him to do, he's doing and he's engaging directly with Akadosh Baruch Baruchu because that's how he's got to be. If he wants a connection with God, the only connection he can have with Hashem is by doing what Hashem tells him to do. All of a sudden he now has a Bruce Miller which is what? Which is a permanent thing on him that is con- t- totally connected with the Kaddish Baruch. That's what a British is. A Bruce is a covenant. Right? It's so, not... him, yes. so more than that he's connected and since he's connected part of his being does not always need to be totally connected. He's connected anyway. you understand what I mean? The Bruce okay, Miller changes him his Yes. So he's got, he's got space to do other things other than connect with God on that, on that level. And it's part of his being now. The priest Miller is you become the Avraham So what does he do? He looks and he sees these three people. He runs to them. And he bows down and he's got a whole spill about what's going on here. Um, and what does he do? He says to them, um, please take some water, wash your feet and be here under the tree, They and I'll give you bread, and you'll have something to eat, and then you guys can go. Why? Because that's why you came here. What is Abraham telling them? He's telling them something. He says, you come here, you come, take all the stuff, right, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of things, water and everything and give you something to eat and everything because that's why you came here what does it mean? exactly maybe they said no we didn't Because we actually came here to rob you right these are like they look like at least to him these Bedouin Arabs so how does he know why they're there? Exactly, but he, he says that. You, you came here, well, I'm asking you to do this, says Rashi, because for my honor, I want, I want you to take what I'm offering. But that's not what the words say. The words say that you came here, that the reason you're here is because you were put here. Because that's why you came here to pass by your servant, meaning me, Avram Avinu. So Avram Avinu is saying to them, He's giving them a lesson in what it means to be a human being. And that is that nothing happens by chance. You may have thought you were walking in the desert. I've planted my tenture in the desert. You happen to be walking past. You weren't. You were walking past me because something about your walking past, me giving you food and our connection now, is something that you had to experience. We don't often think that we need to that the things that we come into contact with, we need to experience. But if we're going to say, I call Bidei Shamayim. Then everything is in the hands of Hashem. Meaning everything. Everything is orchestrated by God's world. Everything we do, when we lift up a cup and it drops and it breaks. So we lift up a cup and this one's broken, right? What am I supposed to be thinking? What am I supposed to be doing? I was once sitting with, a, with a, the Rebbe who came here to visit. We were sitting there and the, the leaf dropped off a, uh, like a, a thing of flowers in the, water, in the water, right? And he looked at this leaf and like he just went into himself and he was like oh my gosh what's just happening I don't understand But he obviously saw something in that leaf dropping off the flower but that's how connected he supposed to be that's what Avraham Avinu is telling this discoverer. okay now you have got to look at this and he says to her now this is very strange quickly Shlosh Seim Kemach. go and mix three things of um, of flour for you Ugot and go and make some cakes for them. So the uh the khidah says an unbelievable thing. I want you to look at the word Shlosh Seim Kemach. See the word? I want you to look at the last letters of those three words. Shalosh. Sa'im Kemach Shin Mem Chet What does that spell? Sameach So Avram Avinu Same word Oh, that would be with the Chaf With the Chet So what So, so the Chidah says What is Avram Avinu doing? Like, remember everything. The Torah is not telling us we need to know, you know, volume to make, you know, to make challah out of three things. I mean, what, what why do we need to know how much you need to make? See, because what Avraham is telling Sarah that now's an opportunity to do a mitzvah. When you do a mitzvah, you have got to do it shlosh seim kemach with simcha. Remember, she's not twenty-two. They just got married, you know, and they're living in Glen Hazel, okay? She's an old woman. She's a very old woman. She's 19 years old. 90 years old. You know, I mean, by anybody's standard, that's an old woman, right? Okay? Okay? So if, if she is 90 years old, why, how can you tell her, go quickly, get these three things of flour, big, you know, three big packs of flour, He's saying this is the way we do it. This is what we do. We do things, mitzvahs, besimcha. Okay? Lushive Asi And then what does he do? What does he do? He goes and he, um, he gets this beautiful, the, the best... Thing that he's got in the in, in his flock, and he gets the the, the 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 youngster to do it, and then he goes and he gets all the things that he needs, and he sits and he watches while they eat. It's beautiful, right? And then he gets the brocha of he's going to have a child. So that's the chesed of Abraham number one. Then we see something else. Then they do all this, and we you know the whole story of what happens. She lost, and I don't want to go into that. I want to go to the next story. The, Yes. That it's so fascinating. It's fascinating. We learn halacha from that. It's an amazing halacha. Halacha is that it's preferable to do than it is to engage with a kodesh Baruch. So, okay, that's a good point. I mean, I was, I, let's, look, let's talk about why. What, how can you say and this goes back to there's a, yeah, there's a big issue that I'm dealing with at the moment. I'm trying to figure out but I think there's quite a good vote on it. This is why, how can you say that it's more important to bring in visitors than it is for you to engage with Hashem? Okay, good. So that's a nice way around it. I think there's something bigger than that. We often think that how do we grow in our ruchness? How do we grow in our spirituality? Right? So that's a big question. So right now, with, I'm dealing with a couple of people who say they're not prepared to teach others because it'll take away from their time of learning. Which is, wow. which is quite a big thing, right? Um, so I was, I was learning with somebody in the Alohas of Tzedakah. Ramosha Feinstein says that a person needs to take a tenth, at least a tenth of their time, their learning time, to teach, to give others. And he learns that from one of the Tanoim. One of the Tanoim tells a story that he taught one pupil one thing 400 times until they got it. So they asked, what do you mean? Say to them, you know, go and learn by... Your your mate knows it, go sit with him and let him teach you. How come he spent his time doing it? Because that's part what we do. So here you see Arama Avinu is what does he do? What is he he teaching? He's teaching that the engagement with the person who is B'Tsele Melokim is far more fundamental to your ruchnius, to your spirituality than engaging directly with the college Baruch You know what? Hashem's got very broad shoulders. You know, they like, span the world. Most people don't. And most people's shoulders are much smaller than we yeah. think they are. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on here. That's what Abraham Avin is teaching us as a level of Ches. So thanks for bringing that up. Okay? Let's carry on. So, so Sarah's all very, we know the story. Now, it says, um, if, I, if you go to verse number 16 of chapter 18. Okay. Um. And they get up from there And they're now going They're looking out towards Sodom And Avraham goes Walks with them to escort them Rashi says something strange To escort them Because his thing was that they were visitors And we know the angels But now he knows the angels Right, they come to give messages on Hashem mental story. Okay. but he treats them like visitors but why does it tell us this here? absolutely you've got to escort your visitors but the Torah doesn't say it in a much more specific way what does it say? what does Hashkifu mean? how do they translate that there? a gaze towards Sodom now what is Sodom at this point in time what is Sodom right now in Torah so if you remember Sodom is the place that is the most fertile place in the whole world it's the place of absent opulence it's where everything is better and better it's like Mitzrayim the way the Torah describes it last week right why did Lot go there Lot went there because he wanted the money so Sodom is a place which can suck into your chomriot, your physicality. Avram Avinu, which means what? If you're if you totally chomri, if you're totally physical, then anybody who challenges that, anybody who challenges that space, right, you want to get rid of. That's why Sodom is so well known for their no chesed. Because they didn't want anybody to take any resource out of Sodom. Because then it makes them just that little much poorer. Which is fascinating. Imagine that, you've got three cakes, you only need two. So someone comes and asks for one of them, and you, uh, you say, no, why? Because even though I don't need it, I don't want you to have it. That's uh, it's unbelievable, unbelievable evil. So it's just such a mindset of this madness. So here, Abraham goes with them because they gazed at storm. Because he's worried that maybe something in the storm is going to happen, and we know the halacha of being malave someone of escorting somebody is that to make sure that they're okay on the derech and people see that they're connected to other people, so no one will do anything to them. That's the point. So, really really so say again. Why does Because he knows all the stories. It's always something that happens to people in Siddle. Storm is a place of great evil. It's a place of great beauty, but it's a place of great evil. And okay, here I think it says gaze down. Yes, that's where Yashkifu. Yashkifu means to look down. So he's like, obviously on the hills. They're in a valley. Storm is in a valley. That's not like that. it's a metaphorical. I'm sure it is as well. I'm sure it is as well. I don't want to go into that too much because we, we, I want to try and get into a point here. Uh, right? And at that point in time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks. V'adonai amara ani Avraham ani Abram's got no clue. He knows it's a place of evil. Part of his being where he is, is to kind of get people maybe to move away from storm, to not go to storm. They come to him and they can carry on their travels. They don't have to go through storm to get the whatever supplies and whatever. Right? And HaKadosh Baruch Hu now has got a plan. And he says, Should I, should I cover up? Should I disguise? Should I hide? It's not the word hide in the normal way. That which I want to do to... Which I... Asher or say what I'm going to do. Right? And then he starts waxing lyrical. Avram's going to have all this unbelievable brocha. Now, because I know he's going to tell his children to do everything. It's an amazing thing. Right? And eventually he says, you know what? I want you to hear. I'm telling you this because I know that you present a certain value system that is unique. And you need to know that, what, that I'm hearing the, well, you the za'aka, the za'aka of, of storm and Amorah, ki rabah. it's enormous. V'chata tam ki kavdamod, and the this, this sin is terrible. Okay? So the words za'aka and za'aka are very interchangeable. Um... If you look into if you look into Parshat uh where's it told. Toll If you look into Parshat toldot In I'll show you something. Here. In at find it here. In chapter 27. Um. Sorry, I just want to find that. So, yeah. okay. no, 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 it's okay. I just want to just... Uh, um, yeah, if you go to chapter, chapter 27, verse 34, it says, Kishmai, when Asap heard that his father told him that he, he's the only one who got the brocha, that the Yaakov got the brocha, it says, He cried out this terrible cry. It's a primordial cry. Now those words, are the words that are used... In the Megillah to describe what the people did when they heard about the um, the decree of Haman, but it used this word Umara. So they're very interchangeable. Okay. I mean I'm sure there's reasons for stuff, but we're giving it Okay, so he says, I heard them You see the right? As opposed to Right, so I'm going to go see if that's really what's going on. And if not, I'll know. And the people go to Sodom. And Abraham is still in front of Hashem. He's talking with Hashem. Where do you see the word? Know the word Vayigash from? There's a parish of Vayigash. There's two times it speaks about Vayigash. Right? What does it mean, Vayigash Abraham? No, more than that. Where is it? says, so Rashi says the following. There's Hagashah le Milchama. Hagashah means to approach, to meet. Hagashal le Milchama. There's one way of doing it is for war. But Fius, there's another way for appeasement. Um, Hagashah le Tefillah, and the other one is for Tefillah. Um and all of these things Avraham was Vayigash in other words when Yehuda goes Vayigash to um, Paro to say to him please don't do anything with Binyamin right? he's asking he's davening to him. It's, a, it's a lotion of tefillah but Rashi says that the language of Vayigash does not only really mean that it. it means a language of war meaning you're going to argue and you're going to battle and you're going to daven and you're going to appease. So Avram Avinu is about to go and beg forgiveness. He's about to challenge Akhodesh Baruch Hu, Okay. And he's going to try and find a means of finding a compromise with Akhodesh Baruch Hu. All three of those things are going to happen now. Why? Because he doesn't want Sodom to be destroyed. Why does he not want Sodom to be destroyed? What's motivating it? It's the most terrible place in the whole world. It's every value against Avraham Avenu is expressed in Sodom. You know, that's important to understand, which is of the reason why it's so strange that, um, that Lot went there. So why does he do this? So the Slonema Rebbe says the following. Sodom was the opposite. This is what the Slonema says that the minute Avraham Avinu started doing what he did, with the chesed that he started performing for people, what happened is stom v'amora started becoming what it became. So as Avram Avinu increased his chesed, stom v'amora increased its what? It's cruelty. The opposite of chesed is cruelty. Why? Because the world exists in every space. Zeh There will always need needs to be a balance. If you've got too much chesed, it doesn't work. It's too much. You have to have the, neg- the, the opposite of chesed. Not din. The opposite of chesed is not din. The opposite of din is like zarut. It's cruelty. You know, we all say there's chesed, there's din, and in the middle is Tiverit. That's not it. There's chesed. And there's Din, and there's Tiferet, which are all sitting on one side. There's all those positive dots. And the opposite of Chesed is cruelty. Right? It's cruelty. That's what the opposite is. Chesed means you're prepared to give to somebody else. Cruelty means you're not. It's simple as that. It's not Din. Okay? Because um, Din is balanced. Din is a reason. Cruelty is just you just do it for the sake of that. Right. Um, um, uh, okay, and, and tells all the stories. And one of the biggest things that they didn't allow, the stories that unfold about, about sodom is what? They didn't allow visitors. This was the biggest thing. They were the opposite of Ar-Mavinu. So surely, when there's something that is so empty that which you believe in, Right? It's everything against you. Surely you would want that to be destroyed. Because then it releases. releases that negative sentiment. So what would happen if they destroyed the tumor that comes out of that that, that cruelty would dissipate from the land of Israel. It's Eretz Israel. It's not a place of, of cruelty. Right? So the chesed of Avraham was even greater than that. Lo rak she lo samach. It's not only that he wasn't happy that it would be destroyed. You know, we all, you know, it's, 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 it's pity, but you know, they deserve this. <laughs> Feel, you know, racham. Ella na'amod lahatir <laughs> baadam nifnei akodesh baruch hu. Avraham Avinu is prepared to stand and daven for them in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and compromise his relationship with Hashem. That's what he's going to do. He's never ever spoken back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ever. Hashem says, go, he goes. Hashem says, go. Whatever Hashem has told him to do. The Brit Miller was a question. do we do it now, do it later. It's not a matter of luck, I'm never going to do it. All of a sudden, he stands up before Hashem, by after his bed, Tzadikim, Rasha, what are you going to kill the Tzadikim as well? How do you challenge Hashem like that? It says it, he says, and he Where's it coming from? Because the one thing that drove him more than anything else was Chesed. Nothing else was more important than Chesed. What does it mean? So, Rabbi um, Tanzi yesterday spoke how Chaim uh, Ozhe Grzynski had a, like a theme. But I heard it also in his name of the PSS and whatever. The theme was that the greatest thing a person can do is to do a favor to somebody else. Right? Is to tut a tueve. Right? That's the biggest thing you can do. That is the DNA implanted into us of Avraham Avin. If you can, the greatest thing you can do is to do a chesed for somebody else, so Avraham Avin took it to its extreme. No matter whether they're deserving or not, you can still do a chesed for somebody. Right? Shoulders. Right. Yes. The, the din to deal with the cruelty, yes. And Avram Avinu says so, his activate his. Chesed. chesed in yes. So what does Din mean? Well, actually, but one of the what is oh, no, on. Be clear but on the that. Yeah, but what is t- what? T- 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 so let's understand what is Avraham Avinu asking. Okay. Let's go into the pretty Avraham Avinu, and like, then Mark answer your issue. Okay, look at Avraham Avinu says. He says, "How can you kill the tzaddikim at Rosh Hashanah?" How does even Avraham Avinu the tzaddikim there? He's there's an assumption that, that every place has one or two tzaddikim. Yeah. What's a tzaddik? We're not talking about people keeping shabbos. There's none, none of that. The righteous just the good people. What does that mean? There's seven mitzvahs B'nai Noach. Surely there must be some people who believe in you, who don't kill, who don't eat limbs of live animals, who don't steal, who want a, who want a legal space, who, not, who don't kill. I mean, surely there must be people like that, who don't believe in idols. I mean, it's not hard. Why would there possibly not be? So they're overwhelmed by the cruelty of the place, but for whatever reason, they get sucked into it. But they don't necessarily like, totally compromise their values on that. Yeah, which is quite an interesting story, that's what he's saying. So then he says, Maybe there's 50 tzaddikim. So the, the, the means explains because there are five cities, there are five spaces. Like, so there's 10 in each one, there's a minion in each one. So are you still going to destroy the place because of the 50, 50 tzaddikim? He says to Hashem, It's a chil Hashem. Imagine that. Are you standing up in front of Hashem? No. T'Khir al Hashem killed tzaddikim. Alright? Khalil al you're the judge of the world and you're going to say that you're not doing it's inappropriate judgment. Mishpat, not then. Mishpat. Okay? And then Hashem says, Okay, you're fine. If I find 50 tzaddikim, done. Then he says to him, Okay, what happens if you don't find 50? Right? Changes his tune completely. The first one he shouts Right? The second one he says, I'm nothing but dust and ashes. What does it mean I'm nothing but dust and ashes? Where do you find that? Where do you see that? Because we, we know there's this concept of Masi Avot Whatever the Avot do, we should be using it So if you in the sitter, we say it every single day, three times a day. Again, okay. no, much more profoundly. The end of Amida says the following: we ask Hashem to watch my eyes." "What am I saying?" "We're asking Kodesh Baruch Hu, Those who curse me, let me be quiet." keaf." And I, my nephew, should be like dust to everything. What do you saying? I'm going to be a shmata. How can you say that? That's not a Jewish... By the way, it's not a Jewish value to say I'm a shmata. Right? You're not saying that. You're saying, Those who curse me, I'm going to be quiet. I will be like a fire, meaning I will be like Avraham Avinu like Koltia to everyone you curse me what did Hashem say? you don't have to worry about people saying horrible things and nasty things to you why? because those who curse us will be cursed and those who bless us will be blessed if you behave like Avraham Avinu I want to be like Avraham Avinu that's what I'm saying and if I'm like Avraham Avinu so then you know I can stand up and beg for the even though the entire value system is going to tomorrow. So, what do I care okay if people say horrible things about me? What do I care okay if people are nasty to me? I'm an Avraham Avinu person. But I have to ask the Kodesh Baruch to help you to be that Avraham Avinu. It doesn't just happen. Okay? Um, he said, maybe there'll only be 45 people. What's 45? There's nine in each city. Okay? that's 9 in each city and then he goes down and he says maybe there will only be 40 so if you ask for 9 in each city you can't now say now there's 10 in 4 cities you understand that? because if there were 10 in 4 cities that be right, right? so it goes down and then it says maybe there will be 40 then he says maybe there will be, be 30 ok what's 30 times 30 divided by 5 you see that? Okay. and then he says maybe there'll be 20 and if they're 20 how many are there? in each city there's 4 right? ok and if they're 10 how many are there in the city? 2 and then what about if there are 5? what about if there's 1? why it so important that there's so many people in each one of those cities? there needs to be a tzaddik in each city the city can't succeed without it. And then he says, Ah, uh, says, and I and Avram says Hashem says, Okay, I'm gonna go check if they're ten. So it's either ten in two in each city, right? So the two in each city are because you can't be on your own. Right? Uh, what does it say? Tovim Hashnaim imaechad. Tovim Hashnaim Im Haechad. We translate that as two is better than one. Tovim, what is Tovim? We've learned about the word. Tov is godly. Tovim Hashnaim. The two will be Tov im Echad. With the one. What's the one? If you have two, then you've got you've got real concept. No one can stand on their own. How do we know that? Because we've got a precedent to that. Noah. Noah was on his own. Mm-hmm. And Akkadish Baruch had destroyed them. Hey? And Adam was on his own. Whenever you're on your own, it's a mess. So if there are two in each city, at least there's some su- substance to grow from. But no one can withstand it on their own. Akkadish Baruch goes to look, and he doesn't return to Avram Avinu. He just destroys them. There's a deal. They've got a deal. If I find the two, I'll have find the two. And he goes down. So says, oh, says the says the of Mareba, that there you see the Chesed of Right? He had such belief in the human condition that two people in each city could make the city could turn the city around. Unbelievable! Where do you get that belief in the human condition? Because he hasn't exactly had the best experiences with everybody. So where do you get it from? It's his very essence of his being. Why? Because if you go, Lech Lecha, what does it say? The beginning of Lech Lecha. It's Avraham Avinu's motto. Right? Tovimashnaimimimayichat. Why? Because it says, the beginning of Lech Lecha, Hashem says to him, Lech Lecha blah, blah, blah. you need to go. Right? And it says, uh, you must go. Blah, blah, blah. And then it says, And Lot went with him. Doesn't mean he went with him. It means he probably whatever Avram is. The word Ito is different from imo um, And it says how old he was. He was Hamesh Shanim 75. Why does it have to tell me that he took Sarah? Or Sarai at that point time because that's the team that is the team that's the success right? and you also took Lot because Lot was like you need to take him right? and all the things that they had gathered and what does Rashi say they had gathered Rashi said because there's the team what's the team Abram deals with the men and Sarah deals with the women that's how Abram works. He works in a team. He knows he can't do everything on his own. So he, he, his understanding is that if there are two people in a city, they can turn things around to work as a team. That's so fundamentally important because not everybody is attracted to everybody. You need different personalities. And that's what's going on here. And then, So that's the chesed of Abram. Belief in the people. Okay, then let's finish off here. Says the um, astronomer. But the whole thing ends. So then it's just this whole terrible story of Lot and his daughters. Oh, it's a bit revolting actually in the way. Okay. But look how... Um, look how it ends. But towards the end, it speaks about what Abraham Avidu does. Um, in chapter 20... So Avram realizes now that since Tom is destroyed, there's no longer space for him to do what he wants to do. So what does he do? By Ben he lives in and he has the same story he had before with but um, now with Abimelech where it's to be his sister, and this whole story about them, and they do, and it's the whole thing that goes on there, what happens there, and they make they eventually make friends. But at the end of the at the end of the um, of the parsha, having gone through this whole thing where Av- Avram does again for Abimelech to get well it's was bizarre it's all part of the Chesed Avram it says that um, that he has this child and the only thing that is Avram after he has this child says that I'm just trying to remember where the thing is it says that he, he planted and eshel. Yeah. in chapter 21 verse 33 they have a um, Avimelech and Avram make friends and they have a they, they um, conclude a Brit and then it says eshel shavah, adonai el olam. and he planted a tree and was a tree so everybody says oh, great that's phenomenal Avram became like a gardener so the Rashi says, what does it mean? In Eshel, Rabu Shmuel Khadamar Pardes. The one says that he built a, he planted a, uh, an orchard. Wine order basuda, in order that the people would have fresh fruits on their journeys. And the other one said it was actually like a hotel. there were different types of fruits. Um, and and, and, and he explains so what is it. is a, uh, an acronym for Akhila shtia, Leviyah Eating, drinking, and escorting. Achila, shtia, Leviyah Why? Because after all that Avram goes through, he has, he's about to go into the, the worst thing of his life. But before he does that, what he does is he establishes himself as the person whose involvement is Achila, shtia, and Leviyah Chesed. So Avram Avinu, is chesed, from the time of his bris until the time just before he's about to have to do the Akedah. The Torah is telling us all about that. That's what the Shlana Rebbe wants to tell us. And that's the lesson that we have to learn from Avram Avinu, that it only happens post-bris. Because post-bris, his engagement is no longer directly with HaKadosh Baruch That's there permanently. And now he can engage with people in order to have that connection with HaKadosh Baruch Because it's beyond the philosophy. In action, a beautiful dive.